Welcome back to The Daily Poem here on the Close Reads Podcast Network. I'm David Kern. Today is January 30th, 2020. In the last three days, I read poems by W.B. Yeats uh, in uh, commemoration and remembrance of his life. He died on January 28th. So I wanted to spend a couple of days sharing some of his poetry with you. But I can't let this week pass without mentioning that another great poet, another truly preeminent poet, also died at the end of January. And that is Robert Frost, who died on January 29th, 1963. You've heard from Frost on this podcast and in many other places before. He lived from 1874 to 1963. He was an American poet. He received four Pulitzer Prizes. I believe he's still the only person uh, for whom that is true. And he was awarded the Congressional Gold Medal in 1960 for his poetry. He was also Poet Laureate of Vermont. And of course, there are many famous poems of his that I could read, uh, many of which I have already done before on this podcast. But I want to read one called The Oven Bird. And it goes like this. There is a singer everyone has heard, loud, a midsummer and a midwood bird who makes the solid tree trunks sound again. He says that leaves are old and that for flowers midsummer is to spring as one to ten. He says the early petal fall is past when pear and cherry bloom went down in showers on sunny days a moment overcast. And comes that other fall we name the fall. He says the highway dust is over all. The bird would cease and be as other birds, but that he knows in singing not to sing. The question that he frames in all but words is what to make of a diminished thing. In the famous anthology that I have mentioned uh, numerous times, the best poems of the English language, Harold Bloom writes this of Robert Frost, quote, Robert Frost was an extraordinary American phenomenon, a great poet who was also immensely popular. Though he exalted in his fame, he was also wary of the audience's effect upon his art. He learned to write between the lines, as it were, and became a subtle master, far more difficult than he appears to be. End quote. So the first thing that you notice when you listen to this poem, which was written in 1916, or at least was published in 1916 in its collection called Mountain Interval, is that this is a sonnet. You've got the 14 lines. You've got the rhyme scheme. All the markings of the traditional sonnet with a bit of a Frostian flair to it, I suppose, one of the things that Harold Bloom mentions in the same introduction that I was reading from a second ago is that Frost remarked once, quote, why not have it being poetry imply everything, end quote. So then Bloom says that, quote, poetic implication became his characteristic mode. And he says that here the oven bird gives us Frost's surrogate, a builder of an oven-shaped nest, and so this is often um, considered a poem that is um, about the work of a poet. I was thinking that it's not ironic, that, that it's not surprising that this week when I'm trying to commemorate or remember or recognize um, the day that two great poets died, I share multiple poems about the nature of poetry, about the nature of the form itself. On the one hand, it would be easy to just say this is a this is a classic American nature poem in a sort of thorough mold. But Frost apparently once said that I'm not a nature poet. There is almost always a person in my poems. And I was thinking if that is 
true here too. Is there buried in this poem, in in a poem about the oven bird, which by the way is something that comes from Thoreau I was reading, that he once wrote that the oven bird's note is loud and unmistakable. So is there a person in this poem? If Frost says that most of my poems have a person in them, and I'm not a nature poet, he says, which I think many people will be surprised by. So is there a person here? Is the singer a person? You'd presume not, right? But that would be an interesting thing to to think about, to talk about with students, to say, is this an example of what Poe's saying, or is this differ from his own opinion of his work? But one thing we do see is that we have a male singer, the oven bird, or if we're assuming that that's the case, if that's who the, the singer is, is male. It's, it's a male uh, character. He says that leaves are old. He says the early petal fall is past. He says the highway dust is over all. He knows in singing not to sing. The question that he, that he frames in all but words is what to make of a diminished thing. And so you can see perhaps that this is a, a poem about the poet thinking about what it means to produce poetry, to use implication and allusion to create some sort of meaning to suggest some sort of meaning, to make something of a diminished thing. If the things in the world are sort of diminished in our sight, then can the song bring them to life? There's a lot in this poem that you could you could think about really closely, whether it's um, some of the uses of enjambment, the things that he's thinking about with time, that, that interesting line about, he says that leaves are old and that for flowers, midsummer is to spring as one to 10. You could do a little math there <laughs> if you want to do. Um, there's a lot of symbolism here. You could look at the way he plays with the uh, the, the form of the sonnet. This is not the the form the the format the, the the medium the podcast to go too deeply into that when I'm trying to do this in you know five or six minutes. But those are things that are definitely worth looking at and make this poem an interesting one to teach with students who have a bit of a background in poetry or to think about yourself if you want to spend some time reflecting on it. For now, I'll read it one more time for you. So this is Frost the Oven Bird. There is a singer everyone has heard. Loud, a midsummer and a midwood bird who makes the solid tree trunk sound again. He says the leaves are old and that for flowers midsummer is to spring as one to ten. He says the early petal fall is past when pear and cherry bloom went down in showers on sunny days a moment overcast. And comes that other fall we name the fall. He says the highway dust is over all. The bird would cease and be as other birds, but that he knows in singing not to sing. The question that he frames in all but words is what to make of a diminished thing. This has been The Daily Poem. Thanks so much for listening. I will be back tomorrow with another poem for you.